You're listening to SoFloRadio.com. Hear that? That's nothing. Which is what I, as a speaker at today's conference, have for you all. I have nothing. Nada. Zip. Zilch. Zippo. Nothing smart. Nothing inspirational. Nothing even remotely researched at all. I have absolutely nothing to say whatsoever. And yet, through my manner of speaking, I will make it seem like I do. Like what I am saying is brilliant. And maybe, just maybe, you will feel like you've learned something. Everybody, welcome to the Groovathon. I am Tony Z. Of course, as always, I am joined live in the studio by the master of engineering and production, the man who makes sure that our group is satiny smooth. Good afternoon to Los Georges. Howdy, howdy, y'all. Howdy, y'all. You like the opening of that? That's uh, Will yes, St- Will Steven. Uh, that is the uh, opening from his. He does a parody of the TED Talk. And it's absolutely hilarious. If you go on to YouTube and look that up, Will Steven in the background right now, Fila Kuti, the Will Majid remix of opening clothes. I love, I love that thing though, the, uh, the, the TED talk thing from Will Steven. I've got nothing for you. Uh, you know, last week I was talking about, I couldn't remember the word. The word of the year for 2016, according to Webster's, was uh, surreal. 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 And so my prediction for the word of the year for 2017 is going to be, it's Twitter storm. I think right. Twitter storm will wind up being the uh, the word of the day. Also, the Cowboys lost, so that always makes me happy. Those guys literally haven't won a playoff game in over 10 years, which restores my faith in humanity. My my philosophy on uh, football is ABC. Anybody but the Cowboys. That's the way I feel about it. You're not a sports guy. I am. Pictures and catchers reporting soon. I'm like, I already took a look at the uh, Mets preseason schedule. I think February the 24th or 25th is uh, their first preseason game. Already looking forward to that. A um, lot of stuff to get to today, obviously. We are on the verge of, uh, I don't know what we're on the verge of, but we're on the verge of something. Uh, a lot of stuff to get to. I uh, Apparently, there is a medical downside to legalizing weed. I ha- It is out there. There is a disease. They have reported on it. There you go. Also, I've got... What? I know. I've also got uh, conflicting positions regarding Rex Tillerson's nomination. Because on the one hand, guy's a piece of shit. On the other hand, yeah. I've already made my prediction for crude oil prices, and that's basically... Oh, I, I see. You got some skin based, in the game over it's here. Based yeah. on him, at him, mm. and the rest of the uh, drill baby drill uh, people, you know, getting into office and actually they'll they'll all get nominated because there's nothing the Democrats can do to stop it now because they changed yeah. the rules thinking they were going to be in power. Whoops! Negative big Duke six, of course. 
George and I will also spew some thoughts on this Friday's ceremonial equivalent of the opening of the seventh seal in the book of Revelation. I know. Good Lord. We've been sitting here for an hour, and we have we barely scratched the surface. I'm going to rewatch Buffy, because I think I might need some vampire slaying tips <laughs> de- dealing with the Hellgate opening. I, uh, I, it's almost, there's almost more than can be brought out. I mean, there, there's no way we're going to be able to cover it all. Mm-hmm. And yet, at the same time, there's almost nothing to cover. That's the irony behind it. All we're covering is the lunacy of it. There's no real policy, real, you know, anything in any event. Of course, all of that's going to be surrounded by, yeah, the most, the most important thing is that it's going to all be surrounded by two hours of the greatest, most diverse groove anywhere. I have got a Grant Green track for the, for the drive groove that is smoothest, groovest, maximus. It's it's. I went on a bit of a uh, Grant Green West Montgomery binge, like uh, you know, at some point last week. I was just getting that smooth music, so I picked out a track from that. Just past two o'clock, and the only Hollywood that matters anymore, yeah, Hollywood, Florida. That means just past nine o'clock in Kawu on the Big Island. Shout out to the Kawu crew. Just past seven o'clock at night, Western Europe, Dublin, Lytham, Saint Anne, and Lisbon. Yo, Gramps, ready, ready to kick off a groovy soundtrack for the coming uh, rapture. Saddle up and stick around. It's the Groove Don on SoFloRadio.com. Behind these walls, man, but I'm ready to break out here and do this, you know what I'm saying? 
So what's the magic word? Open sesame, open down the main gate. When you scream EPMD, you shouldn't wait. I roll with a posse, and you try to stop me, or say yo. And brothers try to pop me on the sneak tip without me knowing, so I keep going, and my mind keeps flowing. On on, and I jump quick. I get pushed to the limit, and yo, that's it. Step by step, I put it into your funk, cause I'm a chosen one. Yes, me, my son, a young kid from the ghetto, a kid from the city. I don't feel sorry, and I have no pity to run up on you and wax for taps. They go your money and find your eyes and contacts. Then flex over, I hop straight from the jump to the next town. They go punk a chunk, MC try to diss me, that's why the bus caps are not having it. And that means no half jack, so get the balls out only up the crack, that's whack. This is the big payback. Yo, easy man, situation's thick, man. We got problems, man. We met the spot. As I go and flow to a different type of tempo. Come on, E. The PT is simple, plus I'm tracking like lightning. Throwing both like Tyson, slaying if he's on a QT. Sort of like a sniper, so if a sucker don't like me. The feeling is mutual. I took my rhyme to a large band. The ship the mutual, the crack of 40. Of OE, the slain MC. On the QT. So what's your name? So what's your name? You know it's MD. So while I'm wrecking, he's checking all the bodies that's left in. I pop behind the stage, the P is like stepping. Off from the scenes, I see lights. And sirens, witness everywhere, but no one's seen a thing. What cops ask questions, my description is vague. No answers at all, just bodies behind the stage. Well, witness yells out that he was dressed in black. Stupid dookie Stupid Link with a fisherman hat. A cop says, yo, how'd he flee from the spot in the black sports car? I think it was an iron, but the windows were tinted, and we couldn't get a look. Why? There was smoke from the rubber, he cooked the big payback. Know me at all, a Julia romance story, just CPMD, the fame and the glory, the rapid technique, something like Princeton dangerous. It keeps you in suspense and you have to be cool. And plus I'm stamina, cause if you don't, I'm gonna end up stabbing you in your gut from the razor cut. And I'ma stick and pick until your mind goes nuts. And my son grows to make it summer better. But don't never ever 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 ever, ever, ever double. I'm like jumping jack flat. I spy with an eye. I do no stunts and I'm not the full guy. I'm just the E, the R I C K. That's all. There's some check one two and some yes yes y'all. I'm the man of the hour. Sweet to be sour. So what you saying, E? I got. So dig it. As I kick it, keep your eyes open. Cause a bro like me is always scoping the fact it's your fat. Because I cut no slack. It's like that. This is the big payback. Payback in 89, you know what I'm saying? EPMD's in effect, an unfinished business tip. Alvin Tony, snapping that, 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 Another great orator. <laughs> Let's hear it for those nice, crisp, new, fresh ideas. Ah, God knows that God willing, you know. I wouldn't have minded the whole thing if there was a little more candor about why he was there to begin with. My fellow Americans, before God in my country, I'm here today because the last guy was a crook. <laughs> I'm a mediocre man. <laughs> But the last guy was a felon. (laughs) 
Agnew, what class? $1,400 payments and sneaky. They were man in his position. Here's $1,400, Ted, and Merry Christmas. <laughs> Which way out? I, I can't go out the front way. Here's a turkey for you, too, this year. A wonderful job you're doing for us. $1,400, Ted, what class, huh? He was the law and order cat. Tell me, there's too much permissiveness. Uh, permissiveness. Oh, my Lord. Oh, I know. If I get caught robbing an A&P, permissive. I want the Agnew punishment, please. I'll take the Agnew method, please, if I may. I'd like to opt for it. According to my calculations, 16... You owe me 60 days. I'll take it in cash. Thank you. I have to get out and go home. So. I believe in deterrence. American Airlines, Gulf and Western, 3M Company, heavies accused of thousands and thousands of dollars in illegal contributions, right? I gave him a nice slap on the wrist. Some of the biggest corporations in the world, they paid a $5,000 fine. Oh my God, they must have racked the board of directors. Oh, what are we gonna do now? Five big ones, man. What if the stockholders find out? What are we gonna do? Like, we gotta raise that. How much you got on you? <laughs> Think they might try it again, possibly? You know who's an establishment figure? You could say a square figure who I have respect for? Neil Armstrong, the first man on the moon. And with good reason, too. No one stops to think about how honest among all these creeps and crooks and crumbums and agnews that there is a guy like this. Do you realize what he could have made personally by being the first man on the moon? He could have set himself up for 26 lifetimes in his family. All he has to do is set his foot on the moon and go, Coca-Cola! <laughs> a giant step for mankind, a medium-sized step for you, a small step for him. That's it, millions. You know. Agnew wouldn't even had that proportion of class. He'd put his foot on the moon and go, Sam's Taylor Shop, Baltimore. <laughs> we press, you wait. You know. Here's 1,400 Ted and a turkey. Nice announcement on the moon. Good. If you get to the sun, maybe you can mention it again.
There you go. Steely Dan Black Friday from Katie Lyde, 1975. Yeah, those guys, they just could not figure out how to end a song. So every song fades out. When I was a kid, that particular solo is actually done by uh, Becker. That one's done, uh, that was not done by Denny Diaz or uh, uh, Rick Derringer, both of whom are on that album. They do a lot of solos. Well, that. it's a jazz jam. They're just jamming. They're, they're continuing jam- to jam. But, but they just, just you know. when I was a kid, what we would do is, in order to hear mm-hmm. every last morsel oh, yeah. of the solo, what we would do is turn, the, turn it all the way over to whatever track it was on, mm-hmm. okay, and then listen to that as loud mm-hmm. as we could all the way to the end. I have memorized, like, the last notes of every yeah. Steely Dan solo. So, you know, Black Friday, I think that uh, that's an appropriate little song. Gonna, you know, gonna lay down in, my, in that hole and satisfy my soul because the Archbishop won't sanctify me. For that, the Bamboos doing On the Sly, that is featuring Kylie Aldist. Uh, that's the, it's uh, from the album four, but it's also from the 12 inches, the flip side of a track I played by these guys, uh, Turn It Up, which has, uh, I believe, lyrics born. I went before that, Robert Klein, Crime and Punishment from Mind Over Matter. I'm a huge Robert Klein fan. I play his stuff all the time. And the reason I do is that album came out in the mid-70s. And I, you know, my mom had that. My mom had a lot of comedy albums. I was fortunate to have that and Richard Pryor's Was It Something I Said in regular rotation in my household as I grew up. So that kind of explains, I think, something a little bit about me. And I, I listened to that stuff as a kid. Great stuff, though. I, I like the fact that he goes, before God, you know, I'm here because the last man was a crook. <laughs> that and the whole thing about them, you know, I, I think it's interesting what he points out in that is that, uh, you know, all those companies back then, you know, during the Nixon administration, um, they got, you know, basically caught giving out, you know, illegal contributions and their fines were like $5,000. Gulf and Western got fined five grand for illegal campaign contributions. I just, you know, and I think it's hilarious. Robert Klein going, you know, you think they'll ever try it again after that slap on the wrist? Yeah, they've been doing it every day ever since. Before that, well, there you go. EPMD, the big payback. That's from their second album, Unfinished Business. That came out in 89. Great album. Kicking it off, Metallica. Doing one of doing one of those uh, great Queen songs from Sheer Heart Attack, Stone Cold Crazy. That is from a collection they put out called The Complete Garage Days. Came out in '98. I was going through a bunch of Metallica. I had uh, listened to some of the, their uh, their brand new CD, and uh, it's not bad. And I went through you know some of the stuff from their Complete Garage Days and came up with that little ditty right there because it's a dynamite version. Sheer Heart Attack is my favorite Queen album. So there's that, like that, 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 it was like Queen, they had Queen 1, Queen 2, and my, my stretch of Queen albums is Queen 2, Sure Heart Attack, uh, Night at the Opera. Okay. After Night at the Opera, everything sucked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand why people liked Queen for as long as they did. I get it. Barely. <laughs> I'm looking at your face. Yeah, I, I was a kid and a big Queen fan. Yeah, though. look, we yeah, early stuff. You. Brian May. Let's let's talk. You know, Brian May built his own guitars. His dad, I guess, was a uh, carpenter, was a woodworker, and he grew up around mm-hmm. working. And he used to build and design his own guitars. So he got that great sound out of that. All right. So what caught my eye this week? Um, let me see. Well, here is one: marijuana-related illness increases in legalized states. Um, the name of the illness that they're talking about, uh, the disease does have a name. 
cannabinoid hyperemesis syndrome, or CHS. All right. They call it CHS. Uh, Severe abdominal pain and intense vomiting. And this increased particularly high in certain states that have already legalized use of pot. The illness is believed to be caused by regular and long-term use of marijuana. I'm I'm guessing because I I heard you say abdominal pain yeah. that it's from people who ingest perhaps yeah, because I, I know I know that the edibles become very quickly popular in places where it's legalized uh, well, also they're using this shit like these dabs and the, these oils the and stuff at like 90% THC you know I don't know about about you but the, the edibles put me into a coma it's a completely different uh, I tried thing. you know a while ago I remember trying stuff you know I remember the days of hash cookies Sure, you know, but I, that, I, I know of, I've heard of people that don't like the the process of smoking, love the yeah. edibles, and so I know. So the people are but might the, be eating too many edibles. Showing me the highest difference, completely different high, and this. And yeah, yeah. Ah. But uh, so does it say? It it doesn't. Mm. It doesn't signify that at all. It, it doesn't give a uh, breakdown. I I read through the entire article. They're not sure if it's uh, because. Of the use of edibles, they just you know note because what's in the article now, the increase. It's only been happening. around for years, and I don't know about you, but uh, me and everybody I know, we've we've really really tried to smoke too much marijuana. <laughs> yeah, we, exactly. We gave it the old college. I try. did. Yeah, I oh, yeah, too please. much. I spent and, years doing everything I could to try and overdose on pot. Still didn't. It never worked. I slept. Right. I got some got got it's some good very, sleep. It's, it's very self regulating. You just get <laughs> so high you forget to smoke more. Uh, let me uh, see what uh, else. A uh, surviving Carpenters member sues over digital royalties. And uh, the lawyer, it's one of those things, you know, my brother's involved in this and how people, you know, get their money. And the Carpenters songs, you know, still to this day get used. Sure. Um, all over the place. And the quote from the, they're the lawyer that's handling the case, a guy named Icer. And he's handled a lot of cases before he was involved in the Eminem case that went on a while ago. He goes, it is unfortunate the Carpenters were forced to file this lawsuit primarily over an issue that has already been resolved by the courts, okay? And it has. It was resolved. It hasn't made it to the Supreme Court, but it it was uh, adjudicated by the appellate court, uh, I believe, in the 9th District, which is San Francisco, and the 5th District, the 4th, I think the 5th District in Memphis and Nashville, okay? The courts in Memphis, but they were, you know, Nashville. Mm -hmm. And it was all that, and it was decided, you know, that they should be getting more based on they should be getting a, a larger cut of this than they did from albums because the albums had to be manufactured, whereas this, there's no manufacturer involved in the sale of it. It's a broadcast and download medium. So, you know, and still, basically, the record company still refused to acknowledge what the courts have ruled on. He goes that digital downloads occur pursuant to license and are not sales of records. Okay, and it's been ruled on, and yet still, musicians are getting ripped off. So, crying shame that that has to happen. You know, mm-hmm. I I used to feel bad about downloading free music, but now that I have a radio show and promote the music, I don't feel that bad anymore. Right. In addition and to which, do we're, we're very legal here. At, yeah, at we so pay. Fellow. There's a there's a fee that yep. we pay. Yep. So yep. you know, Na- uh, ASCAP and, and BMI, and, everything. And, yeah, There's, BMI. Yeah, all I'm, these guys I'm paying. They we're get paying, their money. We pay. We're pay, yeah. we pay royalties. Yep. Uh, let me see what else. Tillerson and Exxon part ways. One hundred eighty million dollar retirement package. Um, his testimony. I don't know if anybody got a chance to yeah, watch. I got the jizz of it. <laughs> yeah, basically that's what it was. 
Oh, it was absolutely a facial. It was it was a crude I, oil yeah, facial. Yeah. Absolutely. As a matter of fact, it was even more. You know what it was? It mm-hmm. was basically big oil circle jerking the American electorate. Yep. Basically what it was. Um, I have to say that I'm a tad conflicted. Okay, uh, I know, because yeah, of my crude oil predictions, which are based game, yeah. on Rex Tillerson being in office. So I took a look, uh, you know, uh, crude closed, as I said, at the end of the year at 5716 for December contracts. I was just taking a look again at the uh, crude contracts. The, the One of the ways you can see what's getting the most play is something called the open interest. How many open contracts are there, which are the amount of contracts that ha- it hasn't been evened out at the end. It's the difference between the buy and sell contracts that are out there. Mm-hmm. Okay, Most brokers, if you're a local broker, you want to flatten your position at the end of the day, which means you don't want to have a position because if something happens overnight, you can get fucked royally. I saw people lose millions of dollars in the platinum market when we did an embargo on South Africa. South Africa at the time had 85% of the world's known platinum, and platinum went literally limit up. So anybody who had a short position – Screwed. They'd walk in every day and just watch themselves lose a million dollars. And like within the first five seconds of the bell and then go home because they'd have to close it down. It would go limit. So I've been looking at that and the open interest for December crew contracts. Huge. 200,000 open contracts right now, which is Mm -hmm. a very large number because crude's point value is so high. Every time, you know, each crude contract is 1,000 barrels of oil. So every time crude goes up a penny, the value of that contract goes up $10. I have 200,000 contracts outstanding right now is a large number. Mm-hmm. Uh, still, prices below 57.16, but it's early, baby. It's early. All right? I'm sticking with it. I know I, I wrote down an entire thing about where I wanted my limit and, and stop orders put in for both that and gold, and I've already put all that out there. This one caught my eye because of uh, what I did this past weekend. Retired Marine mom kills daughter in murder-suicide while girl was visiting for the holidays. Um, we've spoken about this before. I went uh, for the third year in a row to the Freedom Riders Wounded Warriors of South Florida Benefit at the American Legion Post, as I do. Mm-hmm. You know, I've done this for three years, and I say the same thing every year. The, the most disgusting thing is that we need to have this, is that there's a need for this. And when you see an article like this where this is obviously mental, this is a mental problem. This is a retired Marine who is divorced from the husband. The child... I guess, lives mostly with the father Mm -hmm. and was home visiting with the mother and the mother killed herself and the child. And you don't do that unless you've got something wrong up in the head. Okay. Right. And we, this is another perfect example of how we're not taking care of our soldiers. And, you know, once again, I want to see, you know, we'll be getting to Trump in a minute. We're going to get to him. I've got a whole big chunk of space reserved for okay, Trump. Have a whole Trump segment. We've got a whole oh, oh yeah, we'll I'm be saying, at that for, yeah, we'll, we'll be at that for a solid 30 minutes cuz there, there's Oh, two, lordy. Hope not. Yeah, well, 30 30 <laughs> better than 30 years, pal. Uh, okay, better than 30 years. But this is one of those things that really does kind of bring it home for me if that we need to start spending way more money. Uh and do any as a matter of fact, they should just get free health care forever, no matter what, of any kind. Sure. Of any. 
psychological. It goes back way before that. How about not squandering their lives in the first place? Yes, that's well, start yeah, there. But you know Go what? On, yeah, we up. could we could start there. But right. I'll tell you where we're at now. Sure, is what I'm concerned with. The, the fantasy land, fantastic. I'm with you on that. But I'm a, I live in the the real world right now where we have hundreds of we have you know hundreds of thousands of veterans not getting what right. they earned. What they deserve, what they earned, what they are entitled to, we are fucking them. Okay? And it's a crying shame that we need to have these benefits. But since we do, big shout out to Gary and Sonia uh, for putting it all together. Third year in a row. I'll be there every year. I won't be missing it. I know where my bread is buttered. And I know who produces the goddamn bread and butter. All right? Say what you will, as you know, as I've always said before. It's the politicians we have problems with, not the troops. It's that they send them to go fight for our oil, which is why I think Rex Tillerson's going to wind up being Secretary of State and gas prices are going to go through the roof because, you know, why not? Why not increase their profits? I like the fact that Tillerson, um, one of the things uh, that they were saying about uh, Tillerson is that he had to give up 2 million shares. He had to give that up. It's a shame he's only getting $180 million. But that is based on him being confirmed. Mm. He was supposed to have two days of testimony, but the Trump team basically pulled him out of the second day after he got... He He's like, I can't remember whether or not we lobbied for or against these sanctions on Russia. It's like, shut the fuck up, you moron. You're literally lying to me. Mm. You're lying. And everybody's sitting on the... You know, even Rubio. Well, can, you know... Let's give Marco Rubio just the slightest bit of credit for bit slapping this guy in public. Thank you. Okay? And he's been doing that with a bunch of these these guys. I don't care what his reasoning is. I really don't. I think he's just doing it because he's pissed at Trump, and that's fine with me because we're all pissed at him. Mm-hmm. But the Tillerson, if you get a chance to watch Rex Tillerson's uh, testimony uh, before Congress uh, for, you know, uh, jaw-dropping, yeah. literally jaw-dropping. The, right. Is this the part where he wouldn't condemn Putin or Russia? And oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's not a war criminal. Uh, I don't know what you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, don't worry about that Who Crimea, Ukraine. What? Don't you worry put about a medal on me. What do you want me a to do? A whole bunch of them, apparently. Yeah. I, you know, that, that medal, I, I actually knew somebody that that exact same medal was conferred upon a guy named Christopher Wren, who was a writer for the New York Times. He was the head writer for the New York Times back in the 70s, um, late 60s. Uh, in mm. the 70s, he then went to China, but he actually was, uh, he's a big hiker, I guess, at the time. And I was, he lived on the same floor as me at uh, 86 and West End when I was a kid. Mm. And he, uh, I guess, three Russian girls went uh, camping in the Ural Mountains and got lost. And he went and found them. Like this guy is a All reporter, right. yeah, wow. went and found them. And this, and remember, we're talking back when the Cold War was really fucking cold, pal. They gave him this award. They gave him, like, the highest civilian award. Okay, now that, I understand. I get it. I get that. Okay, why Tillerson got it? Well, getting oil prices high. Yeah. Russia's economy depends on oil. Mm-hmm. Oil and arms. That They don't make anything else. Mm-hmm. They really don't. Yeah. They don't make anything else. They don't even know, I mean, they don't even, they don't even know exactly how much oil they have that's you know that that is untapped so far they the country's so big and they're so bad at it they just haven't gotten around to it yet so they're just basically taking other people's oil that's why they like the ukraine so much and run their pipelines mm-hmm. through there and take their oil and stuff yeah that's the way it goes look we're gonna 
I've got more music. We got a lot of groove. And after the next segment, we'll we'll get Trumpified because right because I got to tell you something. I I really I I thought long and hard about how much needed to be said or not said, and I've decided that it it needs to be said. He's going to be inaugurated, you know, this Friday. It needs to be talked about, but. More important than that, we keep the groove going. This is a great band, man. I fucking discovered these guys uh, out of Canada, from Western Canada, a band called Monster Truck. It's She's a Witch on the Groovathon on SoFloRadio.com. Oh, 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 
seen each other for a while, baby. One of the things I really appreciate about you is that when we in public, you be acting all shy and reserved and unsuspecting. When the motherfucking door closes, that freak come out. You be jitting and jitting and jitting. I was running my race, you know the paper chase, dot my eyes and cross my teeth. Being raised in the hood, nigga, you know that a wood cash show that she's starting to breathe. Way she walked was awkward, and that made me be forward. I usually don't do what I'm about to now do. She clocked the glasses and had to pass the classes. Her last semester, her parents were investors. She seemed so shy, but she had something underneath of all that. I could tell from the scent of her person. Her ears perked when I started cursing. I said, excuse me, my best imitation of bougie. Let's watch a movie, allow me to pursue thee. Hung out and broke day, stared at me in strange ways. I stared back, she held hand and unfazed, she stargazed. And mm -mm, damn, she's looking so good, and I'm fucked up, and she's so understated, she passes you by. She really is quiet, she really is shy. So quiet, they can make us say, ooh, never really know where you're coming from. You don't say much, so you are not dumb, unlike other girls of your generation. Don't go on about your occupation, don't barge in on the conversation. No, yeah, 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 no, you ain't like that. Got a whole lot of knowledge, just a wide diaspora. And we hardly see you, so we call you Casper. And I really like to think that you think about me when you drift to the place where the people can't see. When you're driving back home and you're caught alone. When you read the book or hit that home, know your homeboy ain't far away. Know your homeboy is here to stay. Know your homeboy gon' make it okay. Know your homeboy ain't far away. Know your homeboy is here to stay. Know your homeboy gon' make it okay. Come on. She's so understated, she passes you by She really is quiet, she really is shy Makes me wanna stay more. You really keep me intrigued. My heart is strong. I fatigue. Now I can't wait till later when you become my savior and we become the flavor, the envy to our neighbors. Our mission isn't perverse, and every night is clockwork. But never is it rehearsed. We do it then we reverse. Never is it rehearsed. Every night is clockwork. Our mission isn't perverse, the envy to our neighbors, and we become the flavor when you become my savior. And I can't wait till later. My heart is strong. I fatigue. We really keep me intrigued. Which makes me wanna stay more You save it for the closer Cause I know this ain't play play But never in the bad way Your cool lifestyle's imposing But here we are in closing And closing and closing And here we are in closing And closing and closing And here we are in closing And closing and closing And here we are in closing And closing and closing
I mean, what are they going to say, man, when he's gone, huh? Because he dies when it dies, man. When it dies, he dies. What are they going to say about him? What are they going to say? He was a kind man. He was a wise man. He had plans. He had wisdom. Bullshit, man. Am I going to be the one that's going to set them straight? Look at me wrong. You.
Gotta love that. An alternate version. That is Hang On to Your Ego, which is actually the alternate version of I Know There's an Answer from Pet Sounds. There's a four CD set that came out, and it's all of the Pet Sound sessions. All the stuff that came out of those sessions. One, I, I think it's a fantastic album. There, I, I've, I've actually heard people who don't, you know, they, they don't think that much of the album. And... You know, people. You don't. You don't need negativity like that. In your yeah, life. I mean, look, I have a friend of mine who's you know totally into music, and he's like, yeah, I don't really think much of the Beatles. I'm like, I what? Why what? what? But um, they changed the the original version of that is I know there's an answer, and they changed. They've they've got like three or four different versions. And I picked that one out because I thought it was it was pretty cool. Before that, yeah, I did, got a couple of covers. You know, started to show off with the cover with the Queen cover by uh, by uh, Metallica. And before the Beach Boys wore the uh, Edwin Starr song from the 60s done by Blackstone Cherry. That is from their album that just came out uh, this past year, Kentucky. So there you go. You know, get, get your, you know, right. that's south of the Mason-Dixon line swirl on. Yeah, Dennis, Dennis Hopper's iconic rant. Who's going to be doing, you know, am I going to be the one to tell them, look at me, wrong. Friend of mine was pointing that out to me. I used to say that all the time when we were in high school. Before that, Q-tip, open, 
Uh, it's uh, keep it. That was uh, keep it moving. It's from Open the Mixtapes Abstract Innovations, and basically what Q-Tip did is he took a whole bunch of songs and remixed them, and came out with uh, with the CD. Um, it was you know originally it wasn't going to be released, and it was, and it's called Open the Mixtapes. The original version of that song is uh, by High Tech and Corrupt, neither of which I had ever heard of. You know, Already then, new, yeah, new you know new style rappers and kicking off the set. Great track, Monster Truck. She's a witch. That is from their album Sitting, Sitting, Sitting. There's no G at the end. It's Sitting, 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 Sitting Heavy, uh, which also came out last year. It's a Canadian band. I kind of went on a bit of a uh, West Canada thing. I don't know how it happened, but I wound up with that. I've got something from uh, No Sinner later. Uh, a little later on in the next set, a band called No Sinner. They're also from Western Canada. You know, that whole Vancouver, Alberta, whatever stuff going on out there. The reason I take note of that stuff is because of uh, uh, my cousin, uh, Susanna's husband, Jed Simon. He's the, he's from Western Canada. He guitar player from uh, Strapping Young Lad and stuff like that. Very hard, hard stuff. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. You ready to get your Trump on? <clears throat> yeah. I'm you know, I wasn't even sure where to start, but I think I'm going to start with what I saw this morning. You know, uh, there's a bit of a spat going on, a spat, I say, uh, between um, Representative John Lewis, I believe John Lewis, who is from uh, the Atlanta. He's the congressman from Atlanta. Um, and, mm. you know, he is a civil right, an, an icon in the civil rights movement. He marched with... King, he was bloodied up on the you know the the bridge yeah. of you know the the you know the bridge right. down in Alabama where they, Selma and Selma and he you know he had the shit kicked out of him and stood up for it mm-hmm. and of course he did an interview uh, for Meet the Press and it you know bits of it got out and the most important part of it that got out um, I guess on Friday was him saying that he you know he doesn't consider uh, Trump's presidency. Legitimate. legitimate yeah and you know a lot a lot of his done a lot of his and here's the thing he's going to be inaugurated mm-hmm. which is going to make him president so he is you know my feeling is he is going to be his presidency will be legitimate the way in which he won the presidency i don't believe was legitimate right i think you know i i i made a comment to somebody and, and wrote that we they need to stop using the word rigged and start using the term manipulated. Okay. Okay. Right. Because every time you say rigged, the you know all the Trump people keep talking about is, you know, it's already been proven that there's no way you can hack into the machines and they can't change the votes. Okay. First things first. That's actually not true. The 2004 right. uh, election. One of the guys, you know, the company that made, uh, I don't know if they're still doing it, but the company that that made the voting machines was the same company. I'm trying to remember what the name of the company is now. It's the same company that makes ATMs. Mm-hmm. And somebody asked the question, they go, how come I can get a receipt in an ATM, but I can't hit my voting machine? Right. Just Why can't I get a printout? Just because. Shut up, commie. Yeah, Why do you up. hate America? <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that's it. Some of the things that I noticed, some of Rove's patented strategies will endure. Absolutely. Carl Rove invented the strategy where basically you take your opponent's, whatever your opponent is railing on you against mm-hmm. and you claim that they are doing it. Right. That yeah. basically it's, mm-hmm. it's all about. Right. And when I heard the response from the Trump team 
regarding John Lewis. And, you know, he, he made this comment. And, of course, Trump can't help himself. This is the guy who says, I want, you know, I want to bring America together. He Every time he's given the opportunity to take the high road. And, okay, if you know how he should have. Re- here's how he could have responded uh-huh. to John Lewis's comment on Meet the Press. Okay. He could have said, this is what he could have said. He uh-huh. could have said, you know. John Representative Congressman Lewis is a civil rights icon, and he is entitled to say anything that he wants. I think that it would go a long way towards helping, you know, towards helping this country heal itself if he if him and I could get together. Okay, he's entitled to say what he wants. I disagree with him. But no, Trump, that's not you could write a, a book full of. What Trump should have said? How about because since he likes to tweet nice and short, he could have said, and and this could have been, d- despite what John Lewis says. Right. I hope uh, I, I'm going to do my best to do a great job for There's America. There's fifty thousand things that anybody that that a child would have said to him, just to show some class, but he he can't. And by the way, because it was a black man, his supporters. Yay! That was the right thing to do, oh, yeah. as far as his supporters but are I concerned. Here was the, the the comment that, that got to the, the the line that I thought was the best was was the his press secretary. Oh, Sean Spicer Lord. going. Well, you know, Lewis started it. <laughs> when when did I that, that goes? No, that that that's he been going. Started on. It. That's been going all the way back. See, and and by the way, that's not that's not untrue. If you kiss Trump's butt. He'll say nice things about you, and if you criticize him at all, he'll say something shitty about you. I, I, well, uh, I really think that that we're in for a long period of what it was like during the campaign. They haven't. He can't get out of campaign mode. He still thinks that he's got to beat the shit out of everybody. And, and, and he's and not going to stop. At the same time, he's trying to simultaneously. He's, he's in. Trump mode, and he'll yeah. only ever be in Trump mode. That's very right? true. This is a ship without a rudder. They're just uh, doing whatever the fuck it wants to do. I, I asked myself, I said, if the tables were turned and Hillary had won the the college, the electoral mm. college, yeah, okay, oh, but it lost the popular Lord. vote, and her victory was linked in any way to <gasps> Russia and Putin. Anybody. There would have been an armed uprising. Anybody. We armed uprising. If we'd have found out that, that the Australians looked at the RNC emails, <laughs> over i have i have searched long and hard i was talking to you about this you know earlier today mm-hmm. uh, for the show um I, I tried to find some sort of historical perspective no. to compare this to and i i had gone back to the 1924 1928 elections um you know al smith originally was was trying to run in 24 and then he did run in 1928 he was the overwhelming choice mm-hmm. uh to be you know, the Democratic nominee, and, you know, nobody was going to beat Hoover because the stock market was still doing well. And the thing that I guess, the reason I was drawing that, beyond the fact that I, I'm i a huge Al Smith fan, is that Al Smith was truly a populist. He's, he's what I compare anybody else who says they're a populist, mm-hmm. okay, I compare them to Al Smith, and they all fall short. Not one of them can hold a candle to this guy. Okay, after the triangle shirtwaist uh, fire, okay, right. he literally put together. That's that's how we wound up. Al Smith is the reason we have a forty-hour work week. Al Smith is the reason kids can't be hired for sweatshops anymore. Al Smith is the reason we have fire exits. Al Smith is the reason. You know, he's the reason we have all this. Mm-hmm. He was a real populist, and he got squashed. And do you know why? Why he was Catholic? Oh, uh, see there, he was Catholic. 
them damn cannons. They literally beat the shit out of him, and he was unapologetically uh, what they would call a wet in 1928. He was vehemently against prohibition uh, for mm. all the right reasons. He's like, you know, you're basically you're punishing the poor. Mm-hmm. That's all you're right. doing is yeah. punishing the poor on this. You're punishing immigrants. It was another way of we've done it with drugs. How do we single out? We continue to do it sure. to this day. Mm-hmm. All right. And I couldn't even compare it to that. And I think the reason that I had a problem coming up with any kind of uh, perspective is because the way in which information and indeed misinformation mm-hmm. is transmitted these days is so rapid, so all-encompassing, okay? Mm. It's never been like that before. You know, in the, the elections back in the 20s, those were the first elections ever that had radio, you know, yeah. where, where radio was around. So you could hear these people speak, okay, mm-hmm. as opposed, you know, you didn't have to be there live on their whistle-stop tour. But, but back to your point, you were searching history. Yeah. For anything like this. Anything. And no, there, there's no, nothing. nothing. And even in the third world, see, see the Woody Allen movie, Bananas, that I brought up right. earlier, that is making, that is, um, you, you know, taking, taking real life South American dictators that were ridiculous and, and then just, you, you know, extending, extending a comedy hyperbolically from, from there, where you, today we're going to wear your underwear on your outside. So it takes that kind of a thing. It takes a satire of South America. American yeah. lunatic dictators it's unfortunate to get life close is art. to what's going on right now because the shit that's coming out of his mouth right now is as ridiculous as the guy and in Banana saying, and from now on, we're going to wear our underwear on the outside and the police will have the right to check the guy from Paraguay. That's him. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. You know, and, and El Generalissimo. Yeah. They, I the, saw a report where this guy went and he was, you know, he went to the heart of Trump country, somewhere in Kansas, Iowa, yeah. sat down. They don't care what he says. I, they are much more concerned with him being a bigot. angry. They're bigots. He identified himself as a bigot. He didn't disavow the Klan. He didn't disavow the Nazi. He takes shot at, at, at Black Lives Matter people and, uh, and Muslims every chance that he gets. They're bigots. He's a bigot. He's the champion of bigotry. It all comes down to bigotry. It is. It's about it's blaming somebody else yeah. for the problems of a whole bunch of people who don't understand technology is taking away your jobs. Not yeah, foreigners. Yeah, yeah. Unless you want to pick oranges, <laughs> shut and the by the fuck way, up. And by the way, coal miners who are now starting to lament that they're going to lose their black lung treatment because yeah. it was guaranteed under Obamacare, which is also the Affordable Care Act, that I don't believe that people don't know the difference. I know. I don't believe that. I, I refuse to believe that. I refuse Trump to believe that. Trump just came but out. Way, you know, did you hear what he said? Oh, he's, yeah. he's got a plan. Oh. He, oh, yeah. And it's going to cover everybody and be cheaper. He said he'll be coming out with it soon. Can't I, wait. Yeah. Can't I wait. Can't I mean, wait. But, but you know, the, the, the coal miners are very concerned that they're going to lose this treatment. Well, you know? they're concerned and they voted, and they voted for Trump. And going away. pensions are going away, and they voted for yeah, Trump. And, and so, McConnell voted it down. Right, right, right. right. So I have this to say uh, to the coal miners. You used to be an, in the vanguard of labor rights. The labor wars that were fought were fought oh, yeah. in in. in, in in the industrial sector, in, in places like New York, you mentioned the Triangle Shirt 
companies, Antoine. right? Factories and the coal mines. Yeah. Coal miners died to give us some Mate, of the. Antoine's uh, a perfect example. Some of the rights that we have now. Yeah. All right. Look, look how far you've gone, coal miner. All right. For your support of this man, I, I, I laugh at the death you have wrought upon yourself. Your industry is dead. And you voted for your undertaker. Fuck you, coal miner. Good, All right? You know, absolutely. Your You're industry right is dead. We don't owe you a living. Go find a real job. Coal is poison. Get your shovel. Go dig something that we actually need. And as far as your black lung treatment that I would have been happy to pay for, right. you voted for the guy that's going to take it away from you. Fuck you, die. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, <clears throat> I feel bad. For, yeah. for these people. I would have happily I, paid for their blood as a I, taxpayer. I would ha- You know what I'd yeah. happily pay for? Here's what I'd happily pay for. I would happily pay for them to all be retrained for a new... I would have. Yeah. I would have. But they voted for Satan, so fuck you, die. Yeah, I don't think they knew any better. And Ah... Uh, they yeah. were in the at the vanguard of the labor movement generations then, ago. Well, now, baby. Well... And that's why I don't, don't tell, think there's a Don't tell me th- that they don't know. That's the thing. That's okay. That's where I think I have a problem with the historical context and the way in which information and misinformation is disseminated now is that it's right in your face and so we mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. there's the we we don't get the news we need. We get the news we want. We we yeah. search yeah. for the dialectic that fits our narrative that yeah. fits our particular frame of mind. And so that's all we get. And that's all they got. And I know it's bigotry. It's exact- you voted your bigoted heart. Fuck you. There's a, I wrote down the only cure for the evils of democracy is more democracy. One of the great lines ever. It's actually, right. yeah, that's attributed to uh, Al Smith. I think it was actually said by a lady named Jane Adams, who is a, a child uh, children's advocate out of Chicago. She's got some some great stuff out there. She really, Jane Adams. Look her up with two D's. A D D A M S. You want to say take a look at what I she did. Rather. I, I wrote down, I thought I never thought I would see the soon-to-be leader of the free world as the catalyst for the term Twitter storm entering the modern-day lexicon. And I said, they, you know, this whole they go high, when they go mm-hmm. low, we go high, that was during the election, okay? Now, just like that, mm-hmm. just like what Trump said, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. I am incredibly conflicted between, on the one hand, wanting... Wanting this, wanting something to work out from this and knowing full well mm-hmm. that it won't. And so feeling like everything has to be protested. Everything has to be filibustered. We should not let them, not let him put a, no, I will not allow you to put a Supreme, uh, a new Supreme no. Court justice in there. No. You don't get to do that. And every time, here's the thing. What I really abhor is people were like, you know, after all this, after this, because the 1920, the reason I went back to the 24 and, and particularly the 1928 election, the 1928 election at the time was considered the low, just a low point. Mm-hmm. The stuff that was spewed out, Bob Jones, okay, the Bob Jones, the, yes, okay, from the, you know, Mr. The, Christian himself. Yeah. He, you know what he said? This is a quote. What? What do you say? I'd say? rather see a nigger in the White House than Al Smith. That's a quote. That's a quote. I'd rather see a nigger in the White House than Al Smith. Well, guess what? 2008, you got your, got your wish there, pal. And how'd that work out? You beat the shit out of him. Mm-hmm. And all this talk about illegitimacy. 
How do you think Trump rose to power by claiming the illegitimacy of somebody else? And now, and And, now, and and now it's like, let's bring everybody together. Hey, I've got an idea. No, let's wait until the Democrats elect somebody and then let's get everybody together. Why, why don't we do it then? Why do we have to do it when you're in office? Why do we have to do it when it's the most reprehensible? Why can't we do it? You know, this scream against socialism, that was a, you know, my, my mother was trying to say, and I agree with her. Had Bernie been the nominee, it would have been socialist, 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 sure. socialist, know, socialist, socialist, and he would have lost but because not, because people don't Bernie understand. Bernie actually it would have had been. people that liked him, unlike Hillary. Yeah, people that voted for Hillary, like me, he's like, okay, I gotta go vote for Hillary because right. you know, yeah, you do it, you gotta be Trump. Yeah, you bite your lip. She didn't have the. She didn't fill stadiums like Bernie did. Okay, Trump was filling stadiums with bigots, and Bernie was filling stadiums with with young people. You know, I'll that, you, with 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 positive attitude. You know what I thought about. President Obama was the first president ever that was my age while he was in office. It's the first time that has ever happened. Yeah. He's born two years before me. Okay. You know, but he was my age in office. Prior to that, everybody had been much older. And then after that, they were about to get older. older, They're older again. They're Mm -hmm. in their 70s again. Okay. I don't think they get what we, you know, what we want anymore. Um, you got that CNN thing that I, uh, you got, I that, got that you got thing that, you know? when he did his press conference oh, and Lordy. yeah, I know that was that I literally, I couldn't watch the whole thing. I literally mm-hmm. could not watch it. But before that, you know, he brought in so-and-so and this and that, and he brought in his lawyer. Okay. And a friend of mine had posted this and said, oh yeah, now let's see liberals. You want to weigh in on this? Play the clip. Happily. He wants to do more than what the Constitution requires. So President-elect Trump has decided, and we are announcing today, that he is going to voluntarily donate all profits from foreign government payments made to his hotels to the United States Treasury. This way, it is the American people who will profit. What but, a but, what, rock of shit. First what? of all, you're not going to make a dent in a fucking Profits thing. from foreign government payments? What the what? How about, how about, uh, uh, how about, how about, could you throw in the tips from vegetarian pygmies that, <laughs> that, that, that used your hotel and well, here's at, the at thing. that Doral? But now what? she said it. Yeah. It's out there. Uh, so no, I think, okay, I think you, that uh, we now are obligated to make them prove it. Okay. I want to see the fucking no, numbers. Here's what I want to see, because she opened up by saying he wants to do more than the Constitution allows. Listen here, bitch. Yeah. You fucking paid out shill. You paid off shill. I want him to do what the Constitution says, right. not what he wants to do right. instead. I don't need more. All right? No, no, no. Not what you say. Not what the law says. I'm going to do what I want. No, fuck you, you orange-faced fat fucker. Do what the Constitution says. That's what you're supposed to do. Don't just make shit up. I'm going to volunteer. No, no, no. Not what the people want. Not what the law says. I I'm, know better here, than them. Here's this. Here's some. Th- here, here. Happy now. Here, here. Hey, here's some pennies, you peasants. Although we're, we're that let money's going to go into the baby. treasure. That it's money's going to go into the treasury. How, where, when is that going to trickle down to me? It's going into the treasury to do what? Fix Social Security? Eh. I know that. Fuck you, bitch. I, it's. I literally I saw that and my first thought was it's not going to make a dent in the national debt at all. So it's irrelevant. That part of it's irrelevant. It just sounds good. 
it's it's Foreign. great. It fits in. And that's what my friend Paul. Look at what he's doing. He's he's doing more than he has to. You know what? Not until he's he proves not it. Doing he's not doing anything. What until he has he proves to. it. I don't give a fuck. No, no, no. Prove it. No, no, no. The prove Constitution it. doesn't say do this or whatever you want. Right. All right. It says do this. This emoluments. You can't have any skin in the game, asshole. And he does. And he's got a lot uh, of and skin. He's got, in the and game. he's not going. And he's going to be impeached. They're going to file it. They're going to file it within a the, week. You know they are. Uh, they're talking about relocating the White House press corps. Yeah, they want to. Yeah. You know, they want to move them in. And as I said to you uh, earlier, I think soundproof I, uh, to the First Amendment room. Yeah, I think right. I think that the it'll be plushly appointed. I think that as as the level of hypocrisy grows, the level of uh, transparency will shrink. They're going to move mm-hmm. in exactly opposite directions. I think that's their goal. And one of the interesting lines that somebody said, you know, well, you know, they haven't been treated very well. So, you know, no president, you know, every president, you know, kind of has it out. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to, isn't, getting, isn't being treated well. This is why I don't think he's going to last. I don't think he's going to last because I don't think he's going to be able to take it. He's just going to get the shit kicked out of him over and over and over and over and over again. He didn't get. He didn't want to be president. He wanted to be king. He right, wants yeah. all the pomp and circumstance without any yeah, of the fucking and responsibility. The money. The money. I don't even think he gives a shit about the money. Oh yeah, the Russian money, the Russian oil money that he's going to get for selling America honestly, out. This was a coup. Yeah, honestly, I don't even think. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> I can't. Yeah. A, a cuckoo cachoo. Fiat? Yeah. Just, just, yeah. we've got a we're, Russian we're, agent a, is going to be a president. It's, a, it's, the, it's the freaking Moscow candidate. We've got a Russian agent, a Russian plant going to be the president. What, what are we going to do as America? Whatever Putin wants us to do. That's what we're going to do. We're, and and well, he's going to get his out. payoff. That Exxon deal, that, that Russia deal, $500 billion. The sanctions are preventing a $500 Billion dollar deal. deal. I know. Hey, it's insane. About, what do you want, Trumpy, for all your efforts? One, two. Uh, here, here, take ten. Well, here, take ten billion. Putin's business methodology. Yeah. I mean, he's you know just he, his personal stake. He's taking plutocracy. What percentage of the five hundred billion do you think Trump's going to get? I, you know, from when one I, deal. That's just one deal. When I um started hearing about this press corps thing, I was reminded of a saying from JFK. And it's uh, those who make peaceful revolution impossible only make violent revolution inevitable. Okay. All right. Yeah. Say that one more time. Those uh-huh. who make right. peaceful Doing revolution math. impossible only make violent revolution inevitable. That's right. from JFK. That's not from some whack job. That's from John F. Kennedy. And he's right. And that's the point behind having transparency of having a yeah. press corps that the you know hey i know there's fifty thousand different places for us to get our news from and it's been hilarious for me to watch fox and watch how they have to you know narratively contort themselves mm-hmm. to you know based on whatever fucked up thing trump has said or his team is proposing mm-hmm. at any given point in time they it's so outrageous and yet Okay, the people who watch only Fox right. only will get that narrative. And I, you know, if it was the other way around, I think that the statement from JFK would be, you know, it, it wouldn't, that wouldn't be lefty commie shit. That would be hardcore conservative 
time to bear arms, turn your flag upside down, you know, get five years worth of fucking canned goods in a bunker in Idaho, sit there waiting for the thundering hordes to come over the hill with your 30-odd six, you pluck them off one at a fucking time. Start befriending Mormons now. Yeah, I am, uh, you know, the way the world is now, I am, uh, there, there's, yeah, I wrote down a whole bunch of stuff. I thought it was interesting, the, uh, the comments from, uh, well, you know what, I'm not, you know what, I'm really not going to bring that up. I, yeah, I'm leaving that one alone. I'll tell All you, right. what I, what I was thinking about was a, uh, uh, a philosopher named Malthus. It's something called being Malthusian. Mm-hmm. And basically his contention is that, because the population is going to increase, okay, and we are going to need more and more stuff, the only way that we can provide for the people on this planet, okay, is to either stop ourselves, to to control ourselves, to stifle mm-hmm. our own greedy instincts. Because short of that, the only thing that what will sort of that unless we have a catastrophic flood or disease that wipes out 5 billion people, mm-hmm. 3 billion people, he said if we don't have that and we don't control ourselves, then it is inevitable that we will be forever in an increasing state of famine and war. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He said that there's there's only two ways to avoid continuous famine and war. One is for disease to wipe out Two billion people mm-hmm. and take them right off the planet. So now there's we we because we've always figured out how to make more of whatever it is we needed. Mm-hmm. We grow more food. You know, I'm not a big GMO fan. On the other hand, we need to grow more food. Yes. Okay. I don't like Monsanto controlling the seed supply and taking advantage of the increasing population no. of the planet. <clears throat> However, guess what? We need more food, pal. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I understand that. And I think that. We need fewer and fewer people now mm-hmm. to produce more and more stuff. And I think that that fact is lost on Trump supporters. I think that Trump has taken advantage of an anger that is misplaced. The anger shouldn't exist at all because basically there – I can't remember who said it, but there was a guy who said, you know, there's no reason why everybody should be working. We right. don't need everybody working. We should find a way to support people in doing things that have nothing to do with producing goods and products for the general public. They should be producing things that are artistic or, or you know, for the country. Be cleaning some, things up, clean, plant, planting trees, reclaiming land. Anything, anything. All of these things. We don't need all these people anymore. Those no, jobs aren't being right. lost to China. We don't need people, or as many Malaysia people producing stuff, but we got lots, lots of things to do. We got plenty for people to do. It is technology that is taking away their jobs, and yep. I think that their anger is so incredibly misplaced. And now it's time to sit back because I went. You know, somebody said to me, ah, you know, you were wrong about that, and you're this Trump mm-hmm. supporter. And now here comes the hypocrisy. Wait for the hypocrisy. It's going to be hypocrisy mm-hmm. grande. Because yep. that, that train is going to stop at the station. It's going to stop at every fucking station. The Every Trump supporter now, every person I know, and, you know, we live in South Florida, baby. Mm-hmm. So you know them. Mm-hmm. I know them. Mm-hmm. And I'm, re- fr- I'm related to them. I've got they're called fr- Cubans. I've got friends of mine. People I consider friends, mm-hmm. real friends, no mm-hmm. bullshit. Right. 
Trump supporters. And yeah. I'm going to make them. I'm already calling one of my friends who for years, because of my Democrat and progressive things, was mm-hmm. always calling me comrade. Okay? Now, oh. Oh, yeah. now I flipped the script on him with that one. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful. I call him comrade every time now. Every time he is comrade. You know, get yourself a nice cheap paperback copy of Clockwork Orange. There's a little <laughs> glossary on the back of some of the fun buzzwords. Fun, you fun know, buzzword, the vodka, a, glass balls, you know, all that. Yeah, yeah. That's pepper hilarious. your conversation with a little bit of the Clockwork Orange glossary there. There is a, uh, a statement that uh, a friend of mine made. Um, and uh, he was making it in relation to some stuff that he had done and some stuff that had happened later on. And he said, you know, when you believe that you have the absolute right on your side, mm-hmm. you can do some pretty horrible things. Oh, I know. That's the, the church. Yeah. You can do some pretty mm-hmm. horrible things. And um, I think that we're going to have to sit back now and I'm going to make these people own every bit of it. And my oh, yeah. hope, my hope, my sincere hope is that one of two things happens. Either he realizes the seriousness of the job. I no, know you're shaking no, your head. No. I don't think it's going to happen. The opportunity has already arisen. Well, he hasn't been he hasn't been inaugurated yet. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, we haven't had a chance to see I, three I doors down play at the ball. I think three yeah, door. Yeah, I, I think you ain't seen nothing yet. BTO should be playing at that inauguration. I know, right? Because I think that once he gets inaugurated, what? Yeah, at whoa. that point now you can't do shit. He's yeah. got. He's the you know he's the chief executive. Oh, you can do shit all right. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But I'm I'm really hoping that my friends who are Trump supporters are willing to step back and go. Hold on a second. He's not doing what he said he was going to do. I listened to campaign speech after campaign speech after mm-hmm. campaign speech, and he said this, 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 and this, and none of it's yeah. happening. And for all you people out there, you know, because the Obama administration was not the most transparent administration. Nope. By any stretch nope. of the of the you know, okay, you got to go back to like Lyndon Johnson for that. Mm-hmm. You want a transparent? You want transparency? Lyndon Johnson. He was the guy. I mean, he would basically have the press corps in while he was taking a dump. Okay, literally. There were big dumps, too. Yeah. Big, oh, yeah. Big, big well, guy. He's he a big, big guy. Boy. ate a lot of meat. He red did. Meat. Oh, yeah. yeah. That Texas Steak. beef. Steak, yeah. Okay. But the Obama administration was not. No, they didn't want us to know how many Muslims we were bombing with they drones. Did, yeah. How, they didn't. There's a whole bunch of stuff. And you know what? I get it. I get that there's some stuff we shouldn't know that shouldn't be made public. I understand that. I, I don't agree. Some people think everything yeah. should be out there. I disagree. All of it. I'll, I think no. I think that it is a bad world out there and some things we need to keep secret so that we can defeat truly bad people. I think if we, you know, this is one of those things you start telling people, you know, how my, you know, how you're going to try and defeat ISIS. Yeah, no. ISIS is going to, you know. No, I don't mean that, but I want to know what my government's up to. I want to know what my government I is up to. I want to know where my money's going. that we are in for the least transparent oh, good Lord. government in the history He's of our nation. the press out. Okay, in the history of our nation. And I, you know, I just, I'm letting, I'm putting it out there now. I will not be tolerating, okay, the hypocrisy Mm-mm. from people, you know, when if I'm talking to them or on Facebook or any of that, I'm gonna bitch because I've held off. I did what I said. I said I'm stopping that shit. Mm-hmm. I want you know a new perspective. And then of course Trump got. Now I said all that, assuming Hillary Clinton was going to be our next president. And now I have to sit back and see what happens. But I'm telling you, I won't. I'm not going. There'll be no kid gloves. I'm going to start bitch slapping people hard. Mm-hmm. Okay, and 
the first one was this bullshit with the lawyer coming out of my friend going, you know, this is my uh, friend who voted yeah. for Trump, who is a reasonable, intelligent, decent no. guy. No, He's you were friend. you were wrong about him. No, I'm not. I refuse not to an intelligent guy. He not. No, I think he's nope. I think he is. You thought he was. I still think he is. I, you know, but he posted that, and I'm, I, you know, what I wrote to him, I wrote down, look, a squirrel. Uh, yeah, right. Basically, yeah. everything is about any time something comes up, he brings something else up. It's all about, you know, in this hand I got one thing, and in this hand I'm going to fuck you in the ass. Yeah. Basically. It's all about misdirection. It's informational misdirection. And it's going to be completely non-transparent. It is going to be hypocrisy grande as mm-hmm. we watch this administration try and do all of the things that Obama wanted to do, but they wouldn't let him do it because, you know, he was mm-hmm. a nigger. Right. Basically. Yeah, that's it. I tried to figure out another way. I tried to think, no. you know, if it's it was a white Democrat. And now, by the way, it's 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 so overwhelmingly obvious now. Yeah. 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 You just confirmed it. And you've capitulated your uh, your argument. If you're a Trump supporter, you've basically you've you've surrendered in in my in my humble opinion. Oh, I agree. You I have, think you have you surrendered, have surrendered to the dark side. You have sur- you not just surrendered to the dark side, but don't expect me not to, so don't expect me to consider you intelligent, sane or moral. You're none of those things. But to be a Trump supporter, you have to be not too smart. You have to be a little bit crazy because you have to have the ability to do cognitive dissonance, cognitive and, igno- dissonance and ignore reality. The and, and 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 by the way, the stupid thing is when somebody says two plus two equals five, you need to be smart enough to know that that's an idiot, and you're not. All right. When 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 somebody's showing you evidence and you can deny the existence of it and embrace things that there's evidence against, then you're a little bit crazy. All right. And and you're immoral. When someone spouts the bigotry that he did and is endorsed by the Klan and the Nazis, and you're okay with that, right. you are not of good right. moral character. My question character. is, what aren't you okay with? Every time I, every time he, he crosses a line that we heretofore thought could never be crossed and yeah. still have right. that person remain, I think to myself, what, what I know. aren't you okay with? How about raping a 13-year-old? Nope, that's cool. Yeah. Grabbing people, bragging about grabbing vaginas uh, uninvited. That's what, cool. What that's line cool. has to be crossed? Ripping I, off ripping I off really veterans? Think, no, that's okay. I really think he's figured out that there is no line. There's no line. There is no line that he, because he, the the installation of misplaced anger is so pervasive. It's so it's, – it's in the marrow mm-hmm. now of that of, – of 60 million people. It's in their marrow at this point and can't get out. We need a bone marrow transplant. We need a brain marrow transplant to all these people. That's it. What a great idea. Brain marrow transplant. Brain marrow. That's it. We're going to go planet of the apes on them. Yeah, man. That's what we have to do. We got to go planet of the apes. You know, human see, human do. <laughs> I love it. Hey, man, look, I'm just praying we don't wind up. With the Statue of Liberty coming out of the sand at the end I'm of this presidency. I'm buying canned goods and toilet paper. I'm the toilet paper You got your bug out vehicle, That's right? That's right. Yep. Yep. I, I am, every time I listen to him and see an opportunity, I keep thinking to myself, here's the opportunity. He can do it right here. And he, mm. and he every time, he he can't yeah. help himself. He, he, he literally, there's some he sort of, there's gotta be some sort of disease. as classless as ever a human has been. You will never ever catch Particularly, him doing anything classy. Particularly, he's about to be the president he, of the United if, States of America. If, if, the leader of the free 
world, the greatest democracy in it. He's about to run that shit he, he, into the ground. Listen, Trump acting classy is like Mr. Mixelplixit saying his name backwards. If Trump ever did a class act, he would have. He would disappear in a poof of purple smoke. All right, <laughs> the, that, that's that's the deal he has Pixel with Satan. He can, yeah, you don't remember that the Superman, the comic book. He I was wasn't a big comic little book guy. gnome. I have to call yeah. Glenn. Yeah, Brunswick. Superman couldn't I, my do anything. Comic book authority. My friend Glenn Brunswick, who yeah. illustrates. Well, there you go. The little geek for reference DC for the uh, for the audience. I never, yeah, I never got into comic books. You know, I read this thing where uh, I, did my, are, I did my time. Kids who read comic books did better on the verbal section of their essay. Yeah, that's it. I read read Mad Magazine and Cracked. They were well written. That's what I read. They just had pictures. I read Mad and Cracked. Me too, man. I was a a cracked dealer. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I would sell the magazine. Very good. Thank you. And like those little little cards, little playing cards. You know it. I love that shit. All right, have we we trumped ourselves? I think think I'm trumped out. Are we trumped out? I got to go take a Trump anyway. Okay, good. I got to go squeeze out a loaf of Trump. <laughs> oh, we have gold fixtures in our restrooms here. God so, bless. So I know. I yeah. love it. I know. I love it. Every t- oh boy, <sighs> you're in for a ride. I, Strap I yourself just, in. The hypocrisy meter. I don't. It's broken. Think there, it's broken. It exploded. I don't think there is an instrument that has ever been developed that can properly calculate the the. Yeah, volume hypocrisy. hypocrisy. Oh, stop whining! Oh, what? What? Who are you shitting me? Oh, accept the president. Support the president. Right? Yeah. What? Yeah, that was. Stop whining. Yeah, I know. Uh, you lost. Stop whining. You whine for eight years, you little bitch. This no been shit. eight years. No shit. All of With them did. birth certificate, asshole. That, that's another thing. The, a man stands up and and he's a birther, and you go and, and you're okay with him. You're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You're I, a I, fucking idiot, all right? I got it. Yeah, I'm still curious. I want to know if there's a line out there that he actually, you know, if there's a line that can be crossed. I'm I at this I'm point, waiting. I'm selling us out to Russia. Not that's not that's the line. That's I know. Yeah. I just think to myself, man, if that had been a democrat. Good lord. Armed insurrection. Uh, obviously, they've proven that you can be a Democrat, you can be a, a, a good president and not do anything wrong, and your wife and your kids not do anything wrong, and it's still not good enough. I know. Yeah. Perfect family. Perfect. Raised his- Aced it. Eight years. Squeaky clean. It. Yeah. He's like the Derek Jeter of president. Stuck that fucking landing. He a great career yeah. without any kind Nothing. of- Nothing. Economy no up. Scout. Market up. Unemployment down. Gas prices down. No fucking scandals. Yeah. Oh, what? None of those. Yeah. Where's that birth certificate? <laughs> Fuck you. No. I'm with you on that. Hey, we're going to keep the groove going. Yeah, man. You know what we need to do with Trump? Exactly what Yola Tango said. Kick it out the window on the Groove Don on SoFloRadio.com.
citizens of the nation, I shall not try to conceal the gravity of the situation that confronts the country, nor the concern of your government in protecting the lives and property of its people. However, I wish to impress upon you, private citizens and public officials, all of you, the urgent need of calm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Flavor, flavor, back in your face with the hot track, boy. Bring that beat back. Bring that beat back. See, I played in Cincinnati with my whole head nappy. Made a rally in the street with nothing but a beat. Got a grudge against a judge. Kick him out that seat. You are what you eat. Yes. Same message to your mind be self-defeating, sick and tired of being sick and tired of being beaten. So I'm dropping like it was way too hot and too Come fast. On. But hip hop to whop a rock a pop. I ain't here to hurt you. I don't hang in them circles. The government ain't got me yet, so y'all don't stop me. See a stampede of fake cats running from Bill Cosby. What does he got to do with you doing you? Y'all know what? DJ Lord, give me that cut. Bring that beat back. That's what's up. Bring that beat back. Come on, that's what's up. Bring that beat back. Bring that beat back. The beat go, yeah. To the beat go, the beat go. Truly free blacks Gotta think outside this box of hard That's line them up at Fort Knox The die in Iraq What you don't know, I rock What you under a rock? What you under a rock? Old cats be begging us to bring that beat back Each generation be thinking that the next one is whack Jump started in the days of crack R&B, Reagan, Danny Bush, 1980s Let the beat go I pray to God I feel like I got a church in myself Good God, uh, I can't get no help I say again, healthcare cut back It is whack Yeah, Ab, bring that beat back Come on The beat go Yeah. The crystal clear. They say the youth don't matter and the old don't mind. It takes a lot of spine to build all the your lines. Some of us get ghetto at the wrong damn time. Out from what? We just make it one at a time, baby. To save another brother whose life on the line. A big shot to claim some rocks and some shine. Signs of a soul going solo, rob blind. A very small part of half the world's crime. Run away, child blown up by old land mind of the ones still working in the diamond mine. So cats can say what's hers and what's mine. Diamonds is a girl's best friend, so why he crying? Listen to this, listen to this, listen, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this, listen to this. Listen, listen to this, listen to this For all you MCs in a crew I say for all you MCs in a crew I say for all you MCs in a crew This is what we want y'all to do When y'all hear it, get near it And you recognize the lyrics you train and refrain And you start to fear an escapism Yeah, like today there ain't no racism Obviously y'all ain't seen black folks on TV Judgment calls made on behalf of you and me Or you and I do or die I say an eye for an eye Dividing line, got the poor people paying for crime Corporations getting Time. Now y'all can tell Russell, yes, I knocked the hustle for two million in lockdown Under federal yeah. muscle, beyond the streets, these kids is always watching Watching some of these jerks when they go berserk, so I work Woo. DJ Lord, give me that cut, bring that beat back, yeah, and that's what's up DJ Lord, bring that beat back, yo, ass, beat the bring that beat back, bring that beat back The beat yeah. go, come on now To the beat go, yeah, the beat go, come on To the beach, y'all. The beach, y'all. To the beach, y'all. The beach, y'all. Bring that beat back. Bring that beat back. Bring that beat back.
That's the name of that band, All Woman, from their uh, release from their their uh, release from this past year, uh, Old Habits Die Hard. Before that, yeah, an actual recording of Al Smith from Oklahoma City in September 1928. As I was telling you, yeah. he spoke out against the KKK in both in the 24 at the Democratic National Convention, which mm-hmm. was in New York City in 24, and lost on the floor. He lost by one vote. They, they went to 100 ballots. But when he made that speech in 1928 in Oklahoma City, and, you know, here this is the other thing that I that I recalled about. Well, they were so concerned for his safety, they had to whisk him out the door for speaking mm-hmm. out against KKK. One of the things that was interesting, you know, the election cycle has gone on for a year and a half. Literally right. went on for a year yeah. and a half. Al Smith, okay, decided to run for president. Like, he started his campaign sometime in, like, June of 2000. I mean, literally the whole that was how long it went. Wow. Back then. Now, they're already running for mm-hmm. 2020. Sure. All right? You know, that's already started. Before that, yeah, Chuck Berry. We love Chuck. Memphis, Tennessee. Good mix there, though. I like the mix with that coming on the back end of the public enemy. Bring that beat back from New World Order, W-H-I-R-L. That came out in 2005, which reminded me of the uh, license, the, the bumper stickers I used to see. It said, World Peace world peas <laughs> they, yes you know. so uh before that the gravity of the situation we need calm in the world for that bad liquor pond apocalyptic love jam and kicking off the set yola tango out the window my aunt and uncle just went to like a 50th um anniversary of when uh uh the velvet underground had played in philadelphia and yola tango was was uh like some of the members were there doing that particular show. This is right before they they came down here. This is a few months ago in Philly. You know they're big supporters of uh, whatever you know wherever this happened to be. Mm-hmm. But you know I called them up. She's like, "Yeah, I met this thing for Andy Warhol and Velvet Underground." I'm like, "Judy, is that you?" <laughs> you know, she's 82 years old right. or whatever. They used to have a, they had a great Andy Warhol print of um, uh, Princess Grace. Okay. Yeah, kind of f- huge, huge, but, you know, a real, like, Warhol-numbered, incredible, incredible piece he had done there. So, Barrett Jackson is this week. I am psyched. I'm hoping I'm going to be able, because it's on Velocity. I don't get Velocity, you know, and my gal died. No, she's car-freak like I am, you know, in as much as I appreciate these kinds of cars. She's got this the GTO 6.0. So hopefully I'm going to get over there and watch some of the Barrett Jackson this week. This is Barrett Jackson Scottsdale week. I actually went to the Barrett Jackson auto auction in Scottsdale, Arizona back in 
This has got to be about 93, 94, because I got to go with uh, a friend of mine, Jacqueline. This is when Planet Hollywood, we were doing a lot of mm-hmm. stuff with Planet Hollywood, so we got invited to this. Man, when you see these cars up in person, you know, my my uncle was into cars, and, you know, he, him and a partner, they would buy a couple cars, and then they would sell them and get another one. He had a Mercedes, you know, the Gullwing, the flip-up mm-hmm. doors. Okay. And, you know, you, it's a rare car. You go to Barry Jackson, there's like half a dozen of them there. Right. I had never, I had literally never seen one other than the one my uncle mm-hmm. had until I went there and there were six of them. Nice. All right. I was like, how many, how many 65 vets are there? 20. There would have been 20. <laughs> and all Bloomington silver and gold editions, perfect low mileage cars. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, if you're into that kind of shit, and I am, man, watching the Barrett Jackson auto auction, it's on Velocity, which is a mm-hmm. discovery. Network. It used to be on Speed Channel with guys who do it. The Craig Mignanti, Rick DeBruel. These guys know fucking everything. You know who else knows everything? Yeah, that's right. Hey, Dave. My man Dave Carey. That's right. From Precision Auto Works. Time to take care of the people who take care of me. Yeah, 954-247-9362. Absolutely the place where people who love their cars take their cars. You like that segue. I could, you're I still smiling. You're still smiling. Nice I, I know you like that one. Yep. You know, he just did his cruising. I watched. Uh, they he posted the video of the uh, they do a uh, you know a smoking tires thing. Who can? Mm-hmm. One guy was out there in like a uh, seventy one, seventy two Chevelle in blue. Just smoke. I mean, you know, if you don't mind, you know, going through a set of five hundred dollar a pop tires just to create the smoke. Far out. Holy crap! You know. Absolutely the place where you want to go. I don't care where you live. I was speaking to uh, my friend Howie. He's got, you know, his his avalanche. He's like this. I may want to sell it. I'm not sure. They're talking about 2000. I said, stop. Mm-hmm. Bring it to Dave. Before you make a decision, okay, on whether or not to spend money or to sell it, bring it to him. Because the last guy that had a problem, mm-hmm. so Tom, my friend Tom, you know, he inherited his, his dad's. Car, he calls me up. He goes, every light on the dashboard's on. <laughs> and he took it to some mechanic right here in Hollywood. Guy, you know, twenty three hundred. Dave, five. It's like five hundred dollars. Wow. Fixed it. Fixed it. Perfect. It's run. Mm-hmm. Run like a dream. Five hundred. Saved him all that money. So, you know, I swear by him. It's my. I actually got to go in there. It's time for me to do the oil change thing. In mm-hmm. little meter there. I'm at about twenty seven, twenty eight hundred. He's like, hey, you only have to do it every five thousand miles. You know what? I like going in. I like preventative. All right. Preventative medicine. You know, he's like, look, fluids. Most important thing, fluids. Fluids in the car. Fluids. Fluids in the car. All right. Whatever Dave says, I do. Once again, Precision Auto Works, Pompano Beach, Florida. It's just off of 95 in Atlantic. Nice and easy to get to. 954-247-9362. Absolutely the place where people who love their cars take their cars. You know what that means. Time for the drive groove, baby. I have got... Some pretty cool shit. We're going to kick off the drive group with an interesting band, the Apocalypse Blues Review. I thought this was a cool song. It's called Devil Plays a Strat on the drive groove on SoFloRadio.com.
walked in with Les Paul Thought I knew it all Open up that plush line case and, and I was standing tall But he said You might camp in the stream Get that vibrato too But the devil pays a stride Bid him put the
I'm a man of a many words. I can say thanks, my dog. I wag never heard. I rap long and I know I rap strong. Come on, baby, let me tell you. Oh, come on.
is some rock and roll for you. Rick Emmett, Resolution 9. Rick, of course, the uh, the original frontman for the band Triumph. That is End of the Line. Something new from that, uh, from Rick Emmett and his new band, Resolution 9. Also on that, playing guitar with him is uh, Alex Lifeson from Rush. Right. So, you know, good, good track before that. Smooth, baby. Grant Green, smooth. That's a smooth. Him and Wes Montgomery is as smooth as it gets. Cantaloupe Woman from Grant Green. I'm a big Grant Green fan. I got tons of I've played him. I used to play him in, when we did background music. When, we, you mm-hmm. know, when I first started doing the show, we would always have something in the background. Right on. I had a lot of Grant Green doing stuff like Jan Jan and stuff like that. Before that, fabulous, fabulous track from an old-timer, baby. Joe Louis Walker, Man of Many Words. That's from his most recent release, Everybody Wants a piece, which is on uh, the mascot label. I was kind of poking around their website for a little while, came across that little ditty. And kicking off the set, Apocalypse Blues Review. The devil plays a strat. That is from ST. Just came out uh, this year or last year. I keep saying this year, but it's not. It's last year. Right. That's a whole year ago. It's a whole year ago. Hey, man, you know what? The tr- you know Now that we got our primal scream out. Yeah. <sighs> We purged. Yeah, I know. Really, it, it, that's what it felt like. It felt like a primal scream. Mm-hmm. It felt like, and it was very much deserved. I, you know, next time I come back, we're gonna have a new president. And the next yeah. show, we're gonna have a new president. By the way, just for the record, I hope for the best. I look. I hope for the best to prepare for the worst. I, I have no reason to. I'm just uh, an optimist. A cockeyed, you're cockeyed optimist, huh? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Right there, one of my eyes. It's a cock. It's a cock. <laughs> oh, my. Okay, yeah, that's, there's, there's the low water mark of the show. I thought we had hit that low water mark earlier. No. But in fact, we no. Have deeper to go. You have managed to burrow beneath the ground I would not have deigned to walk upon prior to that. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done, I say. You know, I'm going to come back in a couple weeks. I'm going to try and do the exact same thing again a whole lot better. <laughs> you know right what? It's not even going to make a difference. Six hours now. It's only good. Totally, totally good. I'm going to get on the road, though. Happy MLK Day, even in Arizona. Right back at you. I was going. I was thinking about that. You know, by the time we get to Arizona, Arizona, by public enemy, I was giving that one some thought, but I ditched that. It's, uh, that was too easy. It's too easy. It's too easy. Now I do that. I mean, there were the last two states. It was Arizona, New Hampshire, were the two states that uh, didn't like have MLK Day. Mm. You know, for a while they're like, ah, we don't want that. Another holiday. Nah. Give people a day off. Come on. Yeah, give them a day off. Right. Give the black people a day off. Right. They, you know, and don't we give them an entire month? You know, Black History Appreciation Month. I mean, what more do they want? God no, damn no. it. Be able to hail a cab. Maybe. <laughs> well, they can. Well, now they don't have to worry. They yeah, can just call, Uber. Right. Call Uber. Uber is blind. Uber mm-hmm. is blind. That's the beauty of it. Hey, you know what? Glad we got to do this. Rocking and rolling, grooving all the way through. We got our Trump shit out of the way. Hopefully the world will still be here in two weeks. Let's hope. I'm preparing for the rapture, right. as always, though, for myself. You know what I'm finishing this off with? You know, I've been thinking about this song for a while. Gil Scott Heron, Winter in America. Mm. Um, I was watching a documentary, and part of that song came on at one point. And they're showing, you know, New York during the 70s, when, like, you know, Ford to New York, you know, get lost or, you know, forget it or whatever. You know, he's just like, you know, we're not going to mm-hmm. give you any money. The, the Koch days or the before that even. I'm trying to remember who, who was the uh, 
Lindsay, I think, was the mayor. Mm. Then, kind of, I don't know. But um, they were playing this song, the Gil Scott Heron. You know, Gil Scott Heron's got a lot of uh, answer. You know, the revolution will not be televised and stuff like that. This song from 1974, Winter in America, I thought was timely. Mm-hmm. It's a great track, but it's timely. So with that, as always, for myself and Los Georges, it is aloha and peace. Good night, Mom. All from the Indians who welcome the pilgrims and to the buffaloes who once rule the plains. Like the vultures circling beneath the dark clouds Looking for the rain Looking for the rain Just like the city That stagger on the coastline And a nation That just can't stand much more Like the forest Buried beneath the highway Never had a chance to grow Never had a chance to grow And now it's winter Winter in America
know it's winter. Lord knows it's winter in America.